Yo, what up everybody? This is Mark from Suicide Silence. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. Chris from Bad Wolves. It's Joe from Briar Rose. Tyler Burgess here. And I'm... This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. Yo, yo, yo. Igor Cavalera here. Hey, this is Charlie Lanthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedalton Metal Radio, the podcast. The podcast to get all your rock and metal news plus reviews. With new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now, you motherfuckers! Keep it metal. Hell yeah, welcome everybody to another edition of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I'm your main man here, Eddie Monster, and uh, it's been kind of a weird week for rock and metal. Not a very good one. We've lost way too many legends. I mean, losing one is bad enough, but losing three in a matter of, I think, 24 hours maybe was definitely, definitely tough. And uh, one of them was a huge loss. One of them. They're all big losses, but one of them was a huge loss for me personally, on a personal level. Um. But nonetheless, we're going to be talking about that in a minute, for sure. Um, we got a we got a a cool episode for you guys today. Um, for those of you that are checking us out for the first time, we are Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I'm Eddie Monster, and I am going to do the social media side of things to get that done and out of the way. If you want to follow the show, you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. You can like us on Twitter. No, follow us on Twitter, I think. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash EddieMonster82. And that's E-D-D-I-E. Remember, that's how I spell Eddie. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. I always do a lot of updating on that. I'm more on Instagram than I than I am anything else. Um, more than definitely more than Twitter. Um, you last but not least, the one link that rules them all. I say it every week. There can only be one. That's right. Pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. Pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. That is the place to go. When you want to listen to new and archived episodes, whether it be on Apple, Breaker, Anchor, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever it may be, if there is a link, it is going to be there. Uh, you can listen to all the episodes we've ever done. That's right, all 62 episodes that are already in the bag, including this one, which would make it 63. You can also listen to all 12 episodes of Monster House Records Club, as well as the two Singles Club editions. So we got a lot of stuff on there for you guys to check out. Lots and lots of material. So, But uh, again, this has been a tough week, man. It all started, it all started with Metal Church, right? So we know that Mike Howe passed away. And uh, he was the first. So that was the first piece of news that came. And I'm not going to claim to be the biggest Metal Church fan. I think I I know like one or two songs from them. 
um, and have always been okay with that. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, what was it? Watch the children play or pray, whatever that song is. Um, never really followed them. I have respect for them and what they did, and uh, but I never really followed them. But anyways, uh, so Mike Howe passed away. We didn't know how, but apparently it's been coming back is that uh, he committed suicide. And TMZ spoke to a spokesperson for the Humboldt County Sheriff's Department who uh, basically told them that, that the official cause of death was, was uh, asphyxia due to hanging. So it's been officially ruled a suicide. Uh, Metal Church released a statement to Blabbermouth. If you knew Mike Howe, then you knew he was a truly good human being who loved his friends, his family, and his many fans around the world. He would always go the extra mile to make someone feel good, and he would always give you the shirt off his back if you needed it. We ask that you remember Mike in that way and for that amazing metal music he created. As to what happened, he was victimized by a failing healthcare system and subsequently poisoned by the venom of Big Pharma. In short, and in essence, he fell prey to the real fake healer. Enough said. Hashtag truth. Godspeed, Mike Howe. We love you. So, yeah, there you go. And it poses, and like, obviously, yeah, I mean, you know, this is going to create new questions going in. You know, did he have something that was wrong with him? Whether it be mental, physical, you know, that maybe he got addicted to, uh, you know, to prescription pills. You know, and maybe, you know, that's a slippery road. You know what I mean? Like, it's a slippery road. That's how they start, and then they end up going into a different direction. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that's true. So let me remind you, I'm not saying it's true. But uh, nonetheless, you know, it raises a lot of questions when, when you make a, a bold statement like that. Um I also want to reiterate this. If you are struggling with suicidal thoughts, we want you to know that there is help available, right? You can go to uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifelines website, or you can call the 1-800 number, 1-800-273-8255. Remember, 1-800-273-8255. Do it. Because you may think that nobody's going to care when you go, but you affect a lot of people when you take that decision into your own hands. Um, so please, if you're if you're struggling, you know, seek the help. Um, so that was the first that was the first death, and then all of a sudden later on in the day, so I found that out about I think it was like six or seven in the morning. I found that out that um, Mike Howe had passed away. And then all of a sudden, as the day went on, all of a sudden the news came that Joey Jordanson had passed away. And that was just like, that was, I don't know, man. That was just, uh, that was the real, you know, punch in the gut for me. Um, Joey was... Uh, Probably one of my favorite, favorite drummers of all time. I mean, he's up there, you know, like, I know some people are being assholes on the internet because, you know, they exist. 
We know that. You know what I mean? It's saying, oh, Tommy Lee was doing that before. But, you know, it's like sometimes you just want to be like, man, just fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, we get it. But in the metal world, right, going in the extreme metal world, nobody was doing it better than Joey Jordanson. You know what I mean? So that Tuesday was just weird. And I had the honor of seeing Slipknot. Now, I don't really remember much of uh, OzFest 99, to be completely honest. But I remember seeing them on the uh, second stage at OzFest 99. I believe it was 98 or 99. It was one of the two. And uh, I didn't see them for a while. And uh, I don't know why. Personally, I don't know. Uh, but the next time I really caught Slipknot was when they were releasing Volume 3. So they were, I believe they were getting ready to. They hadn't released it yet, but they were on the brink of it. And I remember seeing them at the Worcester Palladium with uh, Fear Factory as their opener. That was such a killer fucking show, first of all. Fear Factory was amazing. Um, but yeah, Slipknot, man, they just they brought it. Those guys brought it every single time. So I got to see them at at that show at the Palladium. And then months later, I got to see them at, at OzFest. I believe that was 2000. I think it was 2004, maybe. And uh, I remember they were headlining the second stage because it was them and Hatebreed. And that was fucking unreal. That was such a great time. And, uh, man, they just, they brought the fucking energy, dude. And, like, you know, like, Slipknot brought it every single time. And, and Joey was just such an instrumental part of that. His drumming ability was just fucking insane. And then, you know, obviously, whatever happened between Slipknot and, and, uh, and Joey happened. But I remember I got to see Joey drum for Corn. I remember that. Um... That was that was interesting because he definitely didn't fit with Corn because he was a better drummer than that. But he did a hell of a job. And then I got to see him with Rob Zombie, which was even cooler. You know, when they were releasing uh when they had released Hellbilly Deluxe Two. So I had a lot of you know, Joey was just somebody that I looked up to and uh wish I wish I had gotten to see him live again. Uh, with this kind of podcast, I wish I had gotten to interview Joey. Um, would have had great conversation with him, I think. But uh, R.I.P. Joey, that was a tough one for me. That was a tough one. So then we move on, right? So you're thinking, man, already two deaths. You know, what could possibly go wrong? Um, and then all of a sudden you find out later on, that Dusty Hill of ZZ Top passes away. Now, again, I wasn't the hugest ZZ Top fan, but I I did love ZZ Top. They were they were a badass southern rock band that exceeded the limits of, of southern rock, in my opinion. They were fucking great. ZZ Top was great. Um, and that was a little shocking because it was like, come on, man, three deaths in one week? 
and now the legendary Dusty Hill at the age of 72. Now, his death kind of remains a little bit of a mystery, in my opinion, if you ask me. I don't know exactly what he passed away from um, because it's unspecified causes. But uh, he played with ZZ Top Dude from 1969 all the way to today, man. That's insane. But uh, Billy Gibbons apparently texted Eddie Trunk and said he wanted him to share this kind of news with the fans. As Dusty said upon his departure, let the show go on. And with respect, we'll do well to get beyond this and honor his wishes. So apparently ZZ Top is going to continue um, well past Dusty. So they're going to honor Dusty's wishes. Much like, hey, you know, we saw that. We we talked about it last week with, with Alex Grossi. You know, and, and continuing Quiet Riot on, you know, and continuing that legacy. You know what I mean? So, hey, you know, the show must go on. All right, so we got the intro of the show out of the way. R.I.P. to all three guys, Mike Howe, Joey Jordanson, Dusty Hill. Hopefully there are no more deaths. In 2021, I, I I can't handle losing anybody else. Uh, but all right, when we come back, we've got rock and metal news. But right now, let's hear a word from our sponsors. It's time for rock and metal news, presented by Eddie Monster. Alright, rock and metal news time for all you guys out there. And we've got some stuff to talk about. So we talked about Joey Metal Church and ZZ Top in the beginning. Uh, but now we've got some news. So Tom Hunting from uh, Exodus, we all know what he went through, the full surgery, everything. We know Gary Holt came out super pumped and excited and was saying that, you know, Tom was doing really well and was cancer-free. But Tom has come out and he set the record straight. Um, you know, just to make sure everybody knew, all right, that he wasn't cancer-free, but he is doing well. See, this is what he said. I just wanted to thank everyone for taking part in the Blind Illusion show. I'm blown away by all the love and support from everyone in this community. It really propels me in this fight. So I had a full gastrocotomy. On July 12th, I've been healing up good, relearning my relationship with food, smaller portions, more spaced out, lots of protein, etc. The science of all this continues to blow my mind on a daily basis. Like, how can someone even be out walking around two weeks after the surgery? Haha. <laughs> anyway, I'm super thankful. I've learned that so many people don't even get a surgical option. The doctors had a good plan. They went in and they told me they got it all. Oh, fuck yes. Sounds good to me. But it's presumptuous to say cancer-free at this point. I really hope to make that statement myself soon down the road. But let's not jinx it. I'm still in the middle of this fight. The hardest part is over with. Still four outro chemo treatments pending. 
After that, I'll have another scan that hopefully will show that cancer's ass has been evicted from my body and kicked down the road. I can't wait to see you all soon and play some of the new Exodus music live. Much love. So, yes, much love to Tom Hunting. Uh, Let's keep this fight going, Tom. All right. And other news, Marilyn Manson, right? Because we can't go too long without Marilyn Manson news. I mean, come on. We know um, some shit's been going on with him. But he is claiming now that he is the victim. He's the victim of a conspiracy. And he wants all the charges against him dismissed. That is what Marilyn Manson indeed is claiming. Um, You know, they're calling the women... Cynical and dishonestly seeking to monetize and exploit the Me Too movement by desperately trying to conflate the imagery and artistry of Warner's shock rock stage persona, Marilyn Manson, with fabricated accounts of abuse, which they have spent months plotting, workshopping, and fine-tuning. I mean, there's been a whole strew of women that have come through, including Esma Bianco, um... Who Manson is claiming her allegations are untrue, meritless, and a key component of a coordinated attack by co-conspirators. Um, if we want to recap what Bianco said, we could do that. But you know what? Like, fuck it. You know, just listen to past episodes. Um, you know, it's going to come out. Eventually, right? We're going to all figure out exactly what in the hell happened. And we're just going to have to go from there. You know, we're just going to have to let the courts decide what they decide. If Manson is indeed innocent, then he's innocent. If he's guilty, then he's guilty. And that's the bottom line. All right. Another news autopsy. You know, they recently uh, split with their bassist, Joe Trevisano who uh, was playing with the band for the past 11 years. But Autopsy had said, we are not going to stop. We are going to keep going. And we're going to get a new bassist. And we know exactly who that is. It is Greg Wilkerson, who you may remember from the band's Brain Oil and Leather Glove. Or you might just know him as the owner of Ear Hammer Studios. The band released the following statement. Meet Autopsy's new bass player, Greg Wilkerson. Wilkinson is confirmed as the madman to provide the four-string thunder for autopsy. He's a good bud of ours, and we are well acquainted with his crushing musical skills. We know you're going to be as stoked with our choice as we are. Give him a nice big welcome, will ya? And uh, here's a little bit about Greg. Maybe it's some stuff you didn't know. Um... But he's the owner, engineer of Ear Hammer Studios in Oakland, California. Known for producing local bands like High on Fire, Autopsy, Necrot, Mortuous, Vastum, Ulther, uh, Violation Wound, as well as non-local international bands like Undergang, Hyperdontia, Withered, etc. So the band is pretty stoked on their choice. And hey, they should be. Uh, in other news, Cradle of Filth. Now, this is pretty fucking cool. So, Cradle of Filth just released the uh, new single, Crawling King Chaos, which is going to be coming off of their new album, Existence is Futile, 
which is kind of a nice play on the uh, resistance is futile kind of thing. Uh, but the they also have a music video. You should check it out. It was directed by Vincent Cordero. And here is what Danny Filth had to say about it. And he says that the album is about existentialism, existential dread, and fear of the unknown. The concept wasn't created by the pandemic. We'd written it long before that began. But the pandemic is the tip of the cotton bud as far as the way the world is headed. You know? I guess the title, Existence is Futile, does sound a little morbid. But again, it's more about recognizing that truth and saying that everything is permitted because nothing really matters. Which mimics the occultist Aleister Crowley's maxim... We all know we're going to die, so we might as well indulge life while we possess it. The final track on the album, Us Dark Invincible, really drives that point home. Also, the artwork for the record was created by the Latvian visionary Arthur Bernsich, who also dressed the last two albums, and that reeks of the exceedingly beautiful yet apocalyptic two. So, for you guys out there, Existence is Futile is out October 2nd. Pre-orders are available now. You can pre-order the album, and it's got some cool... You can build your own fucking bundle. That's how cool this is, and I might be doing that. So it's available on cassette, vinyl, and CD, and some of the bundles you can do is like this T-shirts, uh, there's pins, there's uh, you know all sorts of stuff. So make sure you check that out. I'll try to provide the pre-order link for you guys in the description so you can pre-order their brand new record. All right, Sepultura was supposed to, I believe, tour with Sacred Rite, Crowbar, and Art of Shock. And it was originally supposed to be in 2021, but they've pushed it to 2022. So, yeah, there you go. So the North American Quadra Tour is happening in 2022 and they're going out with Sacred Rite, Crowbar, and Art of Shock. Here's what they said. We are extremely excited to reconnect with everyone in North America for this upcoming tour. This is all according to Derek Green. We look forward to seeing all the people who have been anxious to see shows for the past two years. We will celebrate this reconnection of life and music together. See you soon. Andreas Kisser continued by saying, We can't wait to go back on stage. We are very happy to announce our North American tour for 2022. We will see you all on the road, jamming old stuff, new stuff, and having the greatest time of our lives. See you all soon. So the tour is going to kick off on March 4th at the Ace of Spades in Sacramento, California. And it runs all the way to April 9th at the University of California Theater in Berkeley, California. Uh, So they start off in Cali and they end in Cali. There's a nice tour date. Here in Boston, Mass. At the Big Night Live on March 18th. Um, pretty excited. I'm, I'm definitely going to try to go to that. They go everywhere. They're hitting Utah, Colorado, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Pennsylvania, New York, Quebec. You name it. They're going everywhere in North America. So, pretty, pretty cool. Alright, Dream Theater announces their new album. And it's called A View from the Top of of the world now as we said this album is pretty insane right so we finally got so before all you were getting were like like abbreviations um as far as the tracks were concerned but now the track listing is out 
And I'm telling you, it's an insane record. A View from the Top of the World, the title track, is 20 minutes and 24 seconds long. That's pretty fucking insane. All right, so there you go. The album's going to be coming out October 22nd. So be sure to look out for pre-orders when that becomes available. And, uh, yeah. So there you go. Dream Theater, October 22nd. Uh, Code Orange announces a U.S. tour dates. And they're going to be having Dying Fetus, Show Me the Body, and Portrayal of Guilt as their openers. The tour kicks off. Uh, I believe this is in between dates. Is basically what this is, I believe. Um, because some of them, it's like 924 in Pittsburgh, uh, Columbus 926, 927 Grand Rapids. And it jumps all the way to October 18th um, before ending on November 3rd. So some of the dates have, have been, some of the dates don't. It's still to be decided. So if you love Code Orange, check them out. All right, that is going to do it for Rock and Metal News for this week. And now it is time for your Bands You Should Know artist. All right, so the artist that we have this week I found on Facebook by chance. And I just saw the you know the words, if you're fans of prog metal and synth wave, and, you know, they mentioned bands like Fear Factory, Emperor, Hypocrisy, Meshuggah, Devin Townsend. You kind of got me interested. And so I checked them out. And the band I'm talking about is this band called Void. These guys are badass. You need to check them out. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Void Music Universe. Visit their website at VoidMusicUniverse.com. And uh, buy some stuff, voidmusicuniverseshop.com. Support music, no matter whether it's signed, unsigned, how big or small. These guys all can use our support. And uh, the music's badass. That's all I'm going to say. It's badass. We're going to check it out right now here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. Here's the track, Pulsar Lighthouse. Years of attrition 
hell yeah. Check them out. Voidmusicuniverse.com. All right, we got a couple more pieces of rock and metal news to give you guys, and then we're all done. Uh, The Obsessed, the legendary band, The Obsessed, they are heading out on tour. That's right, and they're heading out with the band The Skull. You can catch them when the tour starts on July 29th. Well, actually, it already started as of the release of this date. Um, They're in Indianapolis right now, and the tour runs all the way until August 16th in Rochester, New York. So be sure to check them out. They're playing the Alchemy in Providence, which is pretty cool. Not going to lie. Yeah, so anyways. um, Chevelle announces their own U.S. tour dates, and there's a lot of Midwest stuff going on there. But their tour starts September 1st in Kansas City, Missouri, and it runs all the way to November 21st in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with no stops in my neck of the woods. Oh, well. Uh, But anyways, yeah, there you go. Chevelle on tour. Glenn Danzig. Now, the first horror movie he released... um, yeah, I'm going to let you guys figure that out for yourselves. I mean, it took a lot of flack. He definitely did um, because it was just so bad. It was legendary. That's how bad his, his first movie, Veronica, uh, was. But now apparently he's got a new movie coming out called Death Rider in the House of Vampires. And it's going to be playing in select movie theaters across the United States on August 27th. Um, in the movie Death Rider in the House of Vampires features Devin Soya, who you may remember from Final Destination, Extreme Dating, Idle Hands, whatever. Uh, Julian Sands, Kim Director, Danny Trejo, and Eli Roth, who I did not know was in Citizen Toxie, the Toxic Avenger Part 4. That's pretty cool. Uh, but... Danzig has described the movie as a spaghetti western with vampires. So there you go. If you if you want to check it out, check it out for yourselves. Um, sounds pretty interesting. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna play the trailer for you guys right now. We'll listen to the audio. Uh, you want check it out on YouTube. Uh, let's, let's let's give it a listen. this way what is it you want sanctuary I seek sanctuary there is a reason so many seek the comfort of sanctuary crosses and a worse fate awaits. You ever see what happens when you pour liquid silver down a bloodsucker's throat? Oh, now you just watch. Oh, yeah! <laughs> What's your name? They call me Ryder. Ryder. That's it. Name's Death Rider. 
God. If I even catch you looking at him for over a second, I will have you stick down the sun. I wish to know why he has come to sanctuary. This one here is gonna be mine. Be careful coming up on someone like that, doll. Why? What you all got in mind? Want a drink, kid? I guess we're going to have us another time now, huh, kid? <laughs> Yeah, once you see it for yourself, uh, make that judgment for yourself. I'll probably go see it in theaters, and then uh, we'll handle it on my other podcasts that I do. Um, yeah, it just looks like a lot of fun. Uh, you know, this could be uh, a lot of fun. Anyways, there was a story I didn't report on <clears throat> in the last episode of the show, and I thought this was badass because I've worked in situations and places where it's like, man, you're looking to get the hell out. And then as soon as you're ready to close, somebody shows right the fuck up and it just pisses you off. Well, a metal band helped out some Wendy's employees by blocking the drive through and playing a live set. Pretty badass, if you ask me. There you go. Uh, the band was called Vela La Vela and they weren't going to let their friends go through miseries. So they blocked the drive through and uh, got to give them a lot of credit. So I'm going to try to get this band on the show. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. And we'll talk about it then. That's what we'll do. All right. So that's going to do it. That's all the rock and metal news we got for you guys this week. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show. Uh, everybody stay safe again. I read you the, uh, the hotline earlier. Take that into consideration. Celebrate the lives of these three musicians as best as we can. Meaning rock out to the music on Spotify, Apple, Wherever you listen to your music, whether it's on CD, whatever, MP3, whatever it may be, let's remember them for the joy that they brought our lives with the music that enriched our lives. All right, that's going to do it for me. I will see you guys next time right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.